Elite City. Yes, Lord, we worship you tonight, Lord. Oh, we worship you, King of Kings. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Nobody like you, nobody like you, nobody like you. Even if you're here for the first time, just hold somebody's hand. Let the light touch you in any area you may be dark.
important um, and I believe somebody here for the first time would have picked something up and it would have touched them um, I don't know where to start from this evening but Sunday's word I believe in fact let me start from the fast and briefly share what I touched on Periscope this afternoon or this morning rather so that we are all aware is everybody here for that touch on what I shared this morning on Periscope because you see we've got to be very 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 aware of how the enemy operates once a fast has gone down so I started talking from the scriptures of Matthew chapter 4 when uh, Jesus would be led into the wilderness and be tempted tested so I'm very very aware that the enemy, after a time like this of prayer and disregarding the flesh, would want to try everything and anything to put you back into your old state. Very, very aware. So I encourage you all to listen to that Periscope again, or it's going to be on Spotify, I believe. It's an important one, so that when you're going through things now, you're not like, what's going on? Did I not just give my time to God? No, you are led into the wilderness to be tested. Yeah? Is that very clear? So when things come up, don't start wondering, oh my God, what's going on? No, 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 no. Just listen to that, um, that particular periscope. It will help you a lot. Now let's jump into scripture. Let's start with Isaiah 60. And then we're going to look at the life of Paul very quickly. I've literally got like 20 minutes in my Every attack you face, attack you face now is God's attempt rather to kill you and if you find that you be dead he wants to make sure you're dead when certain things come up he wants to be sure that this life that has gone through the testing and the wilderness remains dead so if you think find sin poking at your door that's God's attempt or that's God checking to see is this person that's given themselves to me, completing their death, or have they resurrected again? That's just a by the way. But really where I'm going is this Isaiah, then we're going to go into the life, the Acts chapter 9, then we're going to try and go into 2 Kings chapter 4. Let's quickly go. Arise, yeah. shine, for your light has come. It's a call to action. 
Now, Pastor Daniel said something a while back on Periscope, but I don't know if anyone paid attention, but I've been repeating it for a while. The nations is darkness. And it's important that you understand that. The nations is darkness, and you've been given the opportunity to be the light that creates in the midst of that darkness. He's given us North London as dark as it is, or wants to, wants to give us North London, London or wherever it is that we're going as darkness to be the light there. Let's finish reading this so I can prove to you that Psalms chapter 2 is not the only way to take nations. That may sound like what? Uh-huh. It said in Psalm chapter 2, uh, chapter 2, ask of me the nations and I will give it to you as an inheritance. Read further down on how we can get it. It will be in verse 3, but let's just keep reading. And there you are. And the glory of the Lord rises upon you. The glory of the Lord will rise upon you, yes? See. See. Darkness covers the earth. Darkness covers the earth, yep. And thick darkness is over the people. Another scripture will say deep darkness is over the people, uh-huh. But the Lord rises upon you. The Lord rises upon you. And his glory appears over you. Yes. Nations will come to your light. It says nations will come to your light. Did you see there anything about asking of the nation? Did you see anything there of anybody commanding anything? It just said, light be, people will come. Uh-huh. It said, light be, people will come. Let's jump to Acts chapter 9 because I have short time tonight. And I really want to look at the life of Paul on the road to Damascus. And what happened when light be in his life. God, you don't understand. We're going to lay our life down as a living sacrifice. Before we get there, in 2 Kings chapter 4, we see Elisha lay his body down on a boy. Oh, you don't want me to start tonight. You don't want me to get into the word tonight because we won't leave here. The Lord has scattered my brain since Sunday and has been showing me things on how we stretch ourselves onto my, oh my God. It's not even an increasing of capacity. We have the capacity. It's now to transfer that capacity and it gets transferred in the form of light. I sat down with a client out of nowhere the other day. I haven't been getting bookings for a while. This lady came to me and I love the fact that you shared this, that evangelical story, sir, because that's what we're called to do now. The evangelist must rise. I just messaged Pastor George one dirty message. I said, you came in here late with no soul. Is it actually my, I've got a soul here. Oh, sorry then. <laughs> I didn't tell him that, but <laughs> deep down, I'm sorry. He's looking at me like, I dead you now. Um, <laughs> praise God. <laughs> I praise God, that's fine. Um, I think Jemima brought a soul too, that's nice. Woo! Praise God. Uh-huh. So this lady came to the house, and Rebecca will bear me witness. We started doing the hair now, da -da -da -da, and she started asking about stagnation. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a good asking, but anyway, <laughs> she was asking about the nations. So I started sharing with her one or two things, and she told me that I know God, like I know my spirit. I'm like, wow, oh, please, my sister, please share with me, because I'd like to know this God as well. Are you a millionaire? Have you changed how many people's lives? Teach me, because I want to know this God too. You know, I'm intrigued, genuinely, mom. So she started saying, you know, and then God showed me in the scripture. I said, but I know that scripture too. And I said, I know that scripture too, but where is the manifestation of what you're talking to me about? Because that's what's missing. By the time I opened up my mouth, it was almost like this girl had come to my altar to repent. 
if only not for her flu, she will be here tonight. She's already messaged, don't worry, uh, Pastor Nikki, I'm going to be there next week, but I'm really, really sick right now. She even FaceTimed me to prove how sick she was. But she said, send me all the links. She was shocked that people can speak like this in today's generation. She was shocked. And I said, this is not me. Left to me, I don't even know what to say. Every time I come up here, I'm like, Lord, please speak through me. Otherwise, I'll scatter these people's lives. He said, you sure? I said, yeah. Are you dead? He checks, poke, um, pokes my head sometimes, the bold one, and says, are you sure? I said, yes, sir. I'm still dead. <laughs> so he speaks life. And he does it in the form of light. Let's read Acts chapter 9 from verse 1. Yes. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus. Uh -huh. So that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. Yes. As he neared Damascus mm. on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around Hold on. him. Before we go any further, this guy was already on an assignment. He already understood Saul winning but in the form of I'm killing them for the sake of something. And God said, this kind of person I can use. So when you evangelize to people, you just know where they're coming from. It's because you too have once been there. You also have once been in darkness. And you see, that, as Pastor Daniel said, you see the darkness, it can be so dark. When you turn on the light, you'll see that there's blood on your hands also. What was about to happen to this Paul, also known as Saul, and don't say, oh, because he got converted. That's why it came from Saul to Paul. Eh -eh. It's just another translation in another dialect. You know how people like to do those spiritual stuff? In the Hebrew, it says, Paul actually means the great catharsis. And then the catharsis of the sun means the moon also. We like those stuff. It makes us sound very spiritual. But really and truly, it doesn't mean anything at all, you know? Yeah, let's keep reading. He fell to the ground. No, let's start from when the light came. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. Yeah. He fell to the ground and heard a voice he say to him. He fell to the ground. Let me tell you something that the enemy wants from you. He wants your worship. Oh, you don't understand that. He wants your worship. And I showed you this this morning in the book of Matthew chapter 4. By the time that he got to verse 8 or something like that, he, he, said, to, he said to Jesus, worship me. And Jesus responded that we don't worship anyone other than our God. So really, when he comes with his three-pronged attack to kill, steal, and destroy, he's coming for your worship. Now, what God wants to do is get this pool down to the ground as an act of worship to infuse him with light so he can be the light. So for many of us, when we're down on the ground, what God is saying, pick yourself up in the act of worship. Is that not where we found Mary? When Lazarus was dead, in the place of worship, that was an offering to God. That was him saying, hey, hey, I accept you and I can walk on your behalf. Now listen to what happens. Let's keep reading. Saul, Saul, ah. why do you persecute me? <laughs> Who are you, Lord? Once you're on the ground, once you've laid that your life down, whether it's by force or whether it's by your own doing, once you're down, that's when he can begin to speak. Have you noticed when you're at your lowest points, that's when you hear God the most? When you're at your high, you can't hear anything because your head is in the cloud. You're elsewhere else. 
But when you're, aha, there's so much noise. But when you're at your lowest, that is even when you start saying, Lord, help me. Is that not so? Uh-huh. Paul was now in that position where it, there's nothing here now. All I can but do is listen because I'm blinded now. Come on. Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. Mm. I am Jesus. Yes. Whom you are persecuting. Yeah. He replied, now get up and go into the city mm. and you will be told what you must do. The light will come with an instruction. So if you think you're going to penetrate your society by your own head knowledge or carnality, it will never work. I've seen men of God with powerful word and watched them fall so hard. Why? Let me tell you, because the word didn't infuse them. The light didn't beat in them. The light just came, but it didn't infuse them. It didn't begin to dwell and mingle with them. Start cutting up areas in your life that needed to be snuffed out. Don't forget the light comes to quench. Uh -huh. It comes to quench the darkness. And should there be any, and this is why we had to fast like this, you know. So anywhere there be darkness in your life, fear, doubt, lust, this, that, light is supposed to come in, permeate, dwell there, and begin to remove everything that doesn't look like Christ. Because we actually discover, if I had time, I would, discover, I would show you that the light is actually Christ. He will always be. So as Jesus is speaking to him, he's now saying, hey, guy, guy, Paul, Paul, why are you persecuting me? Do you know as today, my guy, I'm coming to live in you. I'm coming to make my home in your heart. <laughs> I'm coming to do a sure work in you. And this is why the Lord loves a broken and contrite spirit because that's the kind of person he can use. I'm trying to stay gently tonight so that you can stay with me. Finish reading, Mark. I'm the watching the time. Give me back just a men traveling with Saul yeah. stood there speechless. Mm. They heard the sound but did not see anyone. Good. Saul got when up. When he touches you, people around you won't see. But you will see. And you will know because it's a personal encounter. It's not, you see, when we do corporate prayer, it's because we've all come to the knowledge of this one encounter that we may have come through individually along our way. When I lost my hair and I encountered Christ, it was me alone. But corporately, share and enjoy together because we understand the Christ that helped me that also helped Pastor Genevieve that helped Pastor Daniel we understand him together now so we can enjoy him corporately but when the encounter comes where he wants to change your life he has to meet you alone and he has to meet you on the ground he has to meet you when you're low even if he meets you when you're high you will have to be low in spirit come on from the ground yes but when he opened his eyes arise shine for your light has come arise shine for your light has come that is the death you see it says arise shine for your light has come that encounter there was Isaiah 60 your light has come the glory of the Lord is all over you. Are you with me, Pastor Rebecca? The glory of the Lord is all over you. See, deep darkness was once in you. <laughs> it was also in the peoples that you tried to persecute. Now, listen. But when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. Yes. So they led him by the hand into Damascus. Yes. For three days. For how many days? Good. How many days was the Lord in the grave? Uh-huh. Good. 
For three days he was blind. Good. And did not eat or drink anything. Fasting. Yep. In Damascus there was a disciple named Ananias. We saw Ananias and Sapphira later, right? Let me, oh my God. Let, okay, okay, okay. Come on, come on. The Lord called to him in a vision. Yeah, be fast. Ananias. Yeah. Yes, Lord, he answered. Yeah. The Lord told him, mm. go to the house of Judas on, on Straight Street mm. and ask for a man from Tarsus yep. named Saul. Yeah. For he is praying. In a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him yep. to restore his sight. Yes. Lord, Ananias answered. I have heard many reports about this man Fear. and all the harm he has done to your holy people yep. in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And he has come here with authority from the chief priests mm -hmm. to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to Ananias, mm -hmm. go, this man is my chosen instrument. Do you know what God was trying to do there? You know, God already knows the future of a man. He already knew that Ananias and Sapphira would do what they would do. So he was trying to get the blessing that was an on Ananias and transfer it to Paul. Paul not only took that one, he also took the life of Stephen. You know, Paul operated as the fivefold ministry for a very long time. You will see along the way he will encounter various people that all carried an aspect of the ministry that was now deposited into him. There's no time to show you that tonight. But ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. The scripture is so good, you know. It was showing us that this poor guy, he operated in many dispensations because this guy was, he, you know, he, 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 he did the ultimate. The fact that you were killing Christians, hey, you can persecute like this. I'm not going to rubbish you. I'm going to use you. And if I'm going to use you, I'm going to use you to do what you're doing times 10. By the time I finish with you, you will say, but I've wronged no man. You people won't remember your flaws. They won't remember your sin because you've operated in a different dimension. You're operating by grace. Paul wasn't working on his own merit. He even said, all I know is Christ. Once he was blinded by light, all he knew was Christ. That's what God was beginning to show him. That this is all you're going to see now is me. Let's go. This man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles mm -hmm. and their kings and to the people of Israel. Yes. I will show him how much you he... go back a little bit. Let's go back to that same vision. Verse 17. Let's, the first, that scripture you're reading. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go, this man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name yep. to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. So he was going to become a counselor as well. He was going to minister to the people that he was once sent on missions to kill. <laughs> now it's switched around. He will become their counselors and be able to speak wisdom, words of the Lord to them. Listen, tonight I'm praying, Lord, blind me by your grace. Blind me tonight. I want to be flooded with light. And you see now why I always pray Ephesians 1.18. I pray that the eyes of your heart be enlightened. Paul's, Paul's physical eyes, there was no problem. It was a spiritual eye that the issue was with. That's what the Lord want to, wanted to flood with light. Elite City, if we're going to be givers or life givers anywhere, we need to be endowed, flooded with this light that will cause us to be the, the ultimate giver. There was no one like him in his time, to the point where Paul even rebuked Peter, who saw with his physical eyes the Christ. 
That's how deep it is. I share this testimony all the time. Pastor Toby will be here in the UK. Pastor Tunderi Bakari in Nigeria building a church of promising people. But yet there was a man in the UK that was diligently sitting and listening to his word. By the time he brings him into the UK, Pastor Tunde Bakari said, because of your word that I was listening to, this is the result. This is the light from the light. Let's keep reading. I will show, you, I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. He will suffer for my name, yes. Then Ananias went to the house and entered it. Yep. Placing his hands on Saul, he said, yep. Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road yep. as you were coming here has sent me so that you may see again yes. and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And be filled. And listen, your eyes will not be open until you are filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Acts 1 8, it says, and you will, and when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will become witnesses in Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. It has to be the working of the Holy Spirit. That's why the Holy Spirit will have to lead Jesus into the wilderness to test what do you see. Satan is checking your eyesight. He's checking your worship level. Just as much as the Lord wanted to test it, let it be tempted, God is also checking too, too. Can I use this person as an instrument in my generation? Are they ready? Are they fortified yet? If not, there's no North London. For us anyway, he will look for the next person. He will blind somebody else, by the way. He will check for somebody else. Don't say, oh, my leaders just won't let me go into north and do damage. Eh? By the time you step in, they will damage you. And you will wonder, what happened to me? And you came, eh? you'll be surprised by the time. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't understand the way this world works, you know. If you're not fully consumed by the fire of God, another fire will consume you. I told you, if you are not fully vacuumed or filled with the Holy Spirit, something else will be filling you. And you won't be surprised when the scripture says, the length, the breadth, the depth, the height is checking the totality of the temple. Hey, because somebody's hiding, there's darkness hiding somewhere there. You didn't know it was there. During the fast, what the Lord did is take you out to detect, to check, to see if that darkness had been dealt with. Uh, the tempter comes, the devil comes with his ploys and his ways. Eh -eh. He's only checking you on the things that you like. He doesn't tempt you on things you don't understand, otherwise it wouldn't be a tempt. He will tempt you on the things that he knows are a problem for you, are your deep issues. That's why it's going to be the depth, the length, the breadth, and the height. Are you following me this evening, Elise City? Let's go. Immediately, <coughs> something like scales fell from Saul's eyes. Something like scales fell. You know, God is the ultimate fisherman, you know. He's the ultimate Peter. He was only teaching Peter what he knows to do himself. Paul became a fish. The scales were removed from his eye. Not only the scales, the weight was removed from his eyes and replaced with another weight. It will be the glory. Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. He's exchanged the weight for another weight. You understand scale, right? Scale can come in two folds. In fact, many folds. It could be the fish scale or it can be the scale. He exchanged the 
So what he was about to do for this woman, he'd already laid his life down. He left the seed there. But now he must give an offering. So he asked this woman, what do you want? Please, go on. Now what can be done for you? Can we speak on your behalf to the king or the commander of the army? So Elisha was already a counselor. He knew the kings, the queens. They knew him, you know. Yeah, let's go. She replied, uh-huh. I have a home among my own people. Meaning that I'm already a boss B in this area. <laughs> um, I already know them man there kind of thing. <laughs> them man there, Pookie, Snooky, everybody, we know each other. Everything's fine. What can, what can be done for her? Elisha asked. Gehazi, Gehazi said, she has no son and her husband is old. Then Elisha said, call her. So he called her and she stood in the doorway. About this time next year, Elisha said, you will hold a son in your arms. Do you remember Sarah's promise? Do you remember that he promised that next year we'll have a child? She laughed. Go on. No, my Lord, she objected. Please, man of God, don't mislead your servant. Mm. But the woman became pregnant. That was her type of laughing. But anyway, let's go. And the next year, about the same time, she gave birth to a son. Just as Elisha. You're taking my five minutes. Just as Elisha had told her, the child grew, and one day he went out to his father, who was with the reapers. He went to his father's, yeah, to go and work in the field. Let me, uh, you know, I told you about Joseph the other day, yes? I told you he was busy taking care of his father's business. Let me tell you, the man that would take on God's agenda or next plan would be a man that takes care of his father's business. A son that can, is about his father's business is who God will use. Whether or not it was a business of taking care of field, he, Joseph was taking care of field. God said, it's now time for you to take care of Egypt. In fact, take care of the world because I've seen you in your father. So this is Joseph as a living sacrifice now. Let's see how this boy is, is also now becoming a living sacrifice, so to speak. Stay with me, guys. He said to We're his father. About laying down our lives. Go on. My head, my head. Yes. His father told a servant carry him to his mother yeah. after the servant had lifted him up and carried him to his it mother it will always be the mother when problems come you know it will always have to be the mother yeah. this is why I, t- I told you mothers this is the you better be prayers you know sorry but I like that you better be prayers your life better be prayer you better when I s- listen <laughs> when it comes to me going to pray for my sons yeah pastor Oye when I put myself down to pray for my sons, it's not a joke, you know. It's not a joke. To the point where sometimes I get scared, like, okay, I can hear noises in the background. And, and I have to say, is, is Hannah at home? Is somebody there? Because I'm worried. Because I feel the presence of God so heavy on me. And the travailing is there. The laboring is there. The birthing is where? There. The reason why I take time for those people, those sons, yeah, is because I know what God wants to do with them. But I also know what the devil wants to do with them as well. So I'm constantly covering them in the place of prayer. Lord, hide these ones. Don't let the hand of the enemy touch them. And I'm praying that as I'm praying, their spirit will bear witness with my spirit that they are the sons of God. Quickly finish. The boy sat on her lap until noon Mm. and then he died. She went to nurse him, nurture him, look after him, yes? She went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God. The mother doesn't worry, yeah? 
you, you can't be a warrior. You have to be a warrior. Not a warrior. A warrior. She just laid him on, in the same position that Elisha would have lied down on. She just laid him there. Let's go. Then shut the door and went out. Uh -huh. She called her husband and said, mm. Please send me one of the servants and a donkey so I can go to the man of God quickly and return. She didn't even tell him what happened. The son is dead. It's not even your business, sir, because you'll come and distract me. I've got a mission. People shouldn't get in your way, you know. Don't allow them. Friends, people, don't, I can just get my friend. Oh, yeah, let's go out. Why go to him today, he asked. Yeah. It's not the new moon or the Sabbath. This guy doesn't see at all. Do you remember Zachariah? He doesn't see. He doesn't hear. Come on. That's all right, she said. Yeah. He didn't even ask. The son that I gave you with the headache, how's he doing? He didn't even ask. He's busy taking care of business, and that's fine. The Proverbs 31 woman, she wouldn't even bother her husband. Oh, yeah, everything is done. Just come and look good in front of everybody on behalf of what I've labored for. Go on, let's go. She mom. saddled the donkey. There's so much to share on this because they've given me three more minutes. She, she saddled the donkey and said to her servant, yeah. lead on. Don't slow down from me unless I tell you. Lead on. So when I give the mic to a pastor, uh, Minister Nathaniel or a Pastor Jenny, I'm saying lead on. Don't worry about me. I'm just wait, watching everybody else coming behind. You keep going. Pioneer on your mountains. Lead on. Take the position. Carry the baton and do great with it. That's just by the way. But go on. So she set out and came to the man of God yes. at Mount Carmel. At Mount Carmel. There's no time just about talking about Mount Carmel because you would see there that that was where Moses... Anyway, sure, let's go. Let's when go. he saw her in the distance, ah. the man of God so said to much his word servants, flooding my brain, man. Look, there is the, the Shunammite. Yes. Run to meet her and ask her, are you all right? Yep. Is your husband all right? Mm -hmm. Is your child all right? Mm -hmm. Everything is all right, she said. Everything is all right. But your son is dead, woman. This is a reckless kind of faith, you know, and belief. So when somebody said, I saw your son in this, I said, no, 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 everything is all right. No, we're good over here. Uh-uh, with prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, everything will be fine. Oh, no, 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 don't worry about that. Oh, yeah, let's go. When she reached the man of God at the mountain, yeah. she took hold of his feet. Yes, the position of worship. That's what Satan wanted to steal from her. Because at that moment, a normal mother from this earth, what would she do? They've killed him. Jesus. And you know, if, you, if your mom is in Africa, you know what I'm talking about. The whole neighborhood will have to hear what's going on. And then the Jamaican blood fire. No, what I, <laughs> it would just be bad. <laughs> what am I doing to be pitting them? You know? <laughs> I pit me to that bun. <laughs> Let's go. Sorry, let's go. This is not even funny. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, this is words, you know, guys, and I'm making light out of it. At least my friend is laughing. What's your name, sir? What's your, yeah. Chris. Oh, Chris. I like that. Chris. Yeah. I like the fact that he's laughing. Gehazi came over to push her away. The Gehazi came to push her away. Gehazi was a man of the flesh, you know. You will later see him down the line taking money bribes. He's a thief. He's not nearly a man of the spirit at all, you know. 
But the man of God said, yeah. leave her alone. Leave her alone, yes. She is in bitter distress. Yes. But the Lord has hidden it from me Good. and has not told me why. Good. Did I ask you for a son, my Lord? Uh -huh. She said, didn't I tell you, don't raise my hopes. Mm. Elisha said to her. What are we talking about this week? Hope, faith, and the word. There's a hope, yes. Elisha said to Gehazi. Yes. 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 happened when Gehazi came because he's a man of the flesh. You see people can give, I can give somebody the mic now and they can come and preach to you and it won't touch you because it was just words. But let me tell you once they contract your spirit and this is why your spirit has to be right and one with God because whatever spirit that you have is what you're giving to them, you know. If it's pride you'll find that pride will just jump into them and you wonder why is everybody in here quite prideful? Why is it this person who came to cheat me anyhow? Who lied me? But if you have a spirit that is full of Christ, I can just say praise God and this whole place will be filled. It will be filled. This guy carried the staff. He carried robes. He even took the donkey. But still no life. Because there was no light in him. Gaza, that's you. <laughs> Let's go, man. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Prayed. Yeah. He got on the bed. And this is what's peculiar. He got on the bed and laid on the bolster. In the same position that he first came into that house. And I really need to get deeper into this on, on, on Periscope. I'm going to leave the juice for Periscope. That's what I'm going to do. So that I know that you will tune in. So he laid the boy in the same position that he once laid himself before. The reason why this boy's life is so important. Because he represents, five minutes, thank you man. He represents the third generation. He represents the third generation. He had to lay on this boy, stretch himself, meaning that fill him with every spirit he had, transfer it into this boy, and watch him resurrect. But how many times did he do it? Let's go. Ah. Mouth to mouth, resuscitation, yes. Eyes to eyes. Hands to hands. You know in the book of uh, Leviticus, when I taught you this guy, this one time, when, er when Moses was going to bless Aaron and his son, and he touched their earlobe, he did their feet, and then their toe or something like that. Everything this boy will say going forward, because of the mouth to mouth, will be the same word Elisha has. Because of the eyes, he will see the way Elisha sees. Because of the hands, he will work ten times more than Elisha did. This is laying down one's life. Practically now, when I bring Jemima into my room and I start speaking to her, she thinks I'm being a bully. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> she's right. 
But what I'm actually doing, I'm laying my life. And I'm showing her, daughter, this is the way I didn't go. I gave her an instruction the other day. I said, listen, you don't speak to your mom, right? What you're going to do every month is send her 10 pounds. You're going to start by doing that every month. I'm sure she was thinking, but why? You know what my mom did to me? She done me out here. Let me tell you, you're going to have to do that because you need to show her the new life that lives in you. Otherwise, she will just know Jemima as Jemima, my child that messed me up, my child that just left me. If you want to show her the way you're living now and how you operate now, this is what you're going to do. It won't take too long till she witnesses your light and will end up joining you wherever you are. In fact, she will even say, Pastor Nikki, can I join your trap house? Because I need whatever you gave to my daughter. This is the kind of life I'm begging for. And what that is, is nations will come to your light. Let's go. Yeah. It started getting warm. That was one phase. You remember when Ezekiel would raise those dry bones? The body didn't come together all at once. It was once the tendons first. The joints would come together. We're making sure. Don't forget, when Jesus, uh, they, Satan came to come to tempt Jesus, he came three times. The first time we're checking the body. The next time we're going to check the mind. The last time we're going to check the heart. Come on. That's like your meditation, Mariata, Ikarabashanda. Okay, <laughs> okay, I'm back again. Go on. And stepped out of it once more. He did it again, yes. Seven times his knees. Yes. Yes. Back to worship to worship. All the enemy wanted to do is steal this woman's worship. Steal her joy. Lay your life down as a living sacrifice, you know. When we talk about laying our life, when your ultimate is worship through trials and tribulations, the lifting will come. The resurrection will come. And it will come in the form of something you didn't even expect most times. You know, I'm praying tonight and I'm going to pray this boldly. Lord, resuscitate my finances. Resurrected that finances wherever I did it. <laughs> Minister Lola says, Damn right, sister. <laughs> wherever I haven't worshipped you enough in that area, Lord, resuscitate it tonight. Breathe on it. Give it mouth to mouth if you need to. Because you send money on errands. You finished reading that, right? Go on. Then she took her son yes. and went out. Is that it? Praise God. So we lay our life down as a living sacrifice. Laying our life down isn't that I give my seed. Anybody can give money, you know. It's your sacrifice he's looking for. Your broken spirit and contrite heart. And that's why God will love David so much. Even as he was there down and dirty with the sheep, he will still lay his life down again and again. So when you come into the presence of God, which, which is how Pastor Daniel started us today, be, long to be in his presence, the way you get in there is with a heart of worship, total surrenderedness. Lord, I know nothing. I give myself away back to you. I don't know anything. And this is why I encourage you, when the word comes, I don't want to see anybody serving anymore. 
I want you paying attention to this word so it can chop you up. So that when you go out to your various mountains, Pastor Genevieve, uh, Pastor Claudette, Pastor Nike, people will come naturally to your light. Because you yourself became light. In the beginning, there was, in the beginning, um, there be light. He said, light be. It was a command. You become a command that people have to respond to. That the nations will have to respond to. They cannot be, you cannot be hidden. That's why scriptures will say a city on a hill cannot be hidden because you are the light. People will draw to you. You want to share something, sir? Okay, you sure? Are you enjoying yourself? Are you sure? I like that. I like that very much. I love that. Thank you, sir. Shouted and let's rise to our feet tonight in this city. Have you been blessed by the word? Are you sure you've been blessed by the word tonight? If we can gain these things and understand that our lives are a living sacrifice completely to the Lord, we will operate on our mountains on a different level. Now, let me tell you about your mountains. In fact, let me tell you about church. What I do for you here. Is, and Pastor Daniel will do for you. It's just the foundations. Don't long to even grab the mic and want to preach it like that. And you should. And I would like, I love to see it when I see you guys coming. Blah, blah, blah. But what's more impressive is if we take this light, this word, carry it to the nations, carry it to your various mountains and develop on it and build it and let people draw to you. You on yourself, in yourself will become a whole nation.